Thanks everyone for coming out Sunday night in Spanish Fork, Utah. Everything is inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder of Chari of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Om Aganati Mananda Sangarangana Sadaka Chaksurum Mili Tamgana Tasmai Shri Gurveda Maha Sri Jaitanamano Mistam Stapitamiyana Bhutare Swayam Rupa Karamayam Dadati Swa Paranditam. I'd like to talk to you today about abiding versus striving. And I think you'll agree with me. It's easy to go through life thinking that we have to make things happen, make our business grow, make ourselves get well, make our child do the right thing. There's just constant pressure that we put upon ourselves. Always something we need to fix, some area we need to improve in. And so we're always striving, trying to force a door to open. To perform better, then we'll gain approval. Work harder, then we'll get the good brain. It's like there's a war going on inside. No rest, no peace. Well, we weren't created to live that way. One scriptural passage says, Be still and know that I am God. One translation says, Stop your striving and know that I am God. As long as you're in this striving mode, trying to fix everything, thinking that it's all up to you, everything's on your shoulders, then you're actually not going to know God who is known in peace, in rest, in stillness. You're not going to see his favor and his goodness like he wants you to. And it's very liberating when you realize you don't have to make everything happen. If you'll just keep Krishna or God first place in your life, he'll bring the good breaks to you. He'll cause the right doors to open. He'll send the healing. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. Otherwise, all that striving is doing, it's just wearing you out, making you feel overwhelmed. You can't sleep at night. You have digestive problems. Take the pressure off. It's not your job to fix everything. You can't make people do what's right. You can't make that co-worker like you, make your business grow. No. Your job is just to be your best every day, to honor Krishna or God, and let him do his job, which is to bring your God-centered dreams to pass. Turn negative situations around. Even areas that you need to improve upon, don't be down on yourself because you're not where you wanted to be at this stage in your life. Remember, God or Krishna is the potter. You're the clay. It's changing you from glory to glory. You can't make yourself grow any faster than what he's already planned. You may not be where you want to be right now, but learn to enjoy the glory that you're in right now. Now think about how much more peace we'd experience if we got ourselves out of this striving mode. How much more would you enjoy your life if you would turn all those situations over to Krishna? Quit trying to do what only God can do. Our destiny is not about making things happen by working harder, foaming at the mouth, forcing outcomes. Can I encourage you to live from a place of peace? Just do your best and then rest. And when you stop striving, then you'll know that he is God. He'll make things happen that you couldn't make happen on your own. The Lord says, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Imagine how 
important these words are. This is the key to how you're going to be successful in your life. This is the key to how you're going to overcome challenges. This is how you'll fulfill your destiny. Abide in me and you will bear much fruit. The word abide in Sanskrit is ashraya. It means to depend, to shelter, to rely on, and finally, to relax. The Lord is saying, if you'll depend upon me, if you'll rest in me, then you can relax in your life. In the sixth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, 47th verse, Krishna tells his friend and disciple Arjuna, Yoginam visarvasham mangiranatanam shadha bhajateyomam Krishna says, if all yogis, he or she who abides in me with great faith, worshiping me with transcendental loving service, is most intimately united with me in yoga and is the highest of all. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. What is Krishna saying? You don't have to strive. You don't have to force things, live worried, pressured, wondering how it's going to happen. When you're abiding, you're going to bear much fruit. You'd think it would be just the opposite. You could work harder, put in more effort, increase your hours. Then you'll see the dream. Then you'll get the promotion. Then the problem will turn around. No. It doesn't say if you strive, you'll bear much fruit. You didn't hear that, did you? It didn't say that. It said, if you'll abide, then you'll see increase. If you'll abide, then you'll see favor. What I'm telling you is that faith in God has a rest in it. When you don't see how something can work out, the medical report's not good, your finances are down, it's easy to get stressed, all worked up, I gotta fix this. Can I ask you not to fall into that trap? Instead of striving, start abiding. Stay in peace. Krishna, I know that you're still on the throne. I can't make this happen in my own strength, but I believe that because I'm connected to you, because I'm depending on you, I'm relying on you, you're going to cause me to bear much fruit. That I'm going to see this situation turn around in my favor. And when you're abiding, it takes the pressure off. Instead of focusing on what you can do, you're focusing on what God can do. You're depending on His goodness, His favor, His power. As long as you're striving, you're limited to what little tiny old you can accomplish. The problem is we all face giants that are too big, people that are too powerful, medical report that says no way you're going to get well. Our strength, our effort, our talent, no matter how hard we try, can I tell you, will not be enough. That's why Krishna says, apart from me, you can do nothing. You can't overcome that challenge. You can't break that addiction. You can't accomplish that dream just with your own willpower, your own hard work. In the seventh chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam, Prahlad Maharaj says, Balasya neham saratam na shringha chratasya chagadam udanvate majato yo. Pretty good quote, huh? <laughs> I knew you'd appreciate it. Shall I give you the translation? Okay. I didn't think you'd need it, but that's okay. Oh, Lord, 
Because of a bodily conception of life, Prahlad says, embodied souls neglected and not cared for by you cannot do anything for their betterment. Whatever remedies they accept, although perhaps temporarily beneficial, are certainly impermanent. For example, he gives three examples. A father and mother, no matter how much they love their child, they cannot protect their child always from accidents. No matter how good a physician is, he can't always save his patient. And the third example is, no matter how strong the boat is, remember the Titanic cannot necessarily protect a drowning man. You need power from on high. When you're abiding, there's a force that breathes in your direction, a favor that opens doors that you couldn't open, that breaks chains holding you back, that releases healing, creativity, increase that will catapult you into your destiny. One of the best prayers that you can say every morning is, Krishna, I'm going to depend on you today. I'm relying on you. And Krishna, I'm going to relax in you. I believe because I'm connected to you, I will bear much fruit today. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Don't misunderstand. We're not saying sit back and do nothing. You have to use your gifts, be your best, but don't become dependent on just your ability, your efforts, thinking that you have to make it happen. Do what you can and then leave the results up to Krishna. As long as you're abiding in him, you will bear not a little fruit, not some fruit, but the promise is much fruit. If you start abiding and not just striving, you're going to see more fruit with less work. You're going to go further with less frustration. You're going to accomplish more in less time. Someone may say, aren't you worried about your child? He's not getting better. You just answer, no, I'm not worrying. I'm abiding. I'm trusting. I'm believing. I know that Krishna's in control. Well, Taru, you lost that big contract. Aren't you upset? No, I know I'm connected to the vine, to a supply line that will never, ever run dry. I'm not going to live stressed. I'm abiding. I'm at peace. I know another opportunity is coming. What about that mental report? It doesn't look good. Yeah, but I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I know. And I know Krishna is restoring health to me. I'm depending on him, relying on him. I'm going to relax knowing that nothing can snatch me out of his hands. So ask yourself tonight, are you striving or are you abiding? There are plenty of opportunities and inducements and provocations to strive, certainly. We can all live worried, stressed, trying to fix everything in our own strength. That's overwhelming. Come back to a place of peace. God or Krishna knows what you're facing. He knows the dreams in your heart. Why? Because he placed them there in the first place. He sees the struggles, the unfair situations, the times that you were put at a disadvantage. The good news is that you don't have to do life on your own. He knows the dreams he's placed in your heart. You don't have to try and make everything right, try to accomplish the dream by yourself. Just say, Krishna, come to me and give me that rest which you promise. This is a poem by William Burroughs. It's a little more laid back than what we're talking about, but at least the person who lives by the words in this poem is not gonna get a high blood pressure. <laughs> Serene, I fold my arms and wait, nor care for wind or what died nor sea. 
I rave no more against time or fate, for lo, my own shall come to me. I stay in my haste and make delays, for what avails this eager pace? I stand amidst the eternal ways, and what is mine shall know my face. Asleep awake by night or day, the friends I seek are seeking me. No wind can drive my ship astray, nor change the tide of destiny. What matter if I stand alone? I wait with joy the coming years. My heart shall reap where it is sown and garner up its fruit of tears. The waters know their own and draw the brook that springs from yonder height. So flows the good with equal law to the soul of pure delight. Stars come nightly to the sky, the tidal wave to the sea. Nor time nor space, nor deep nor high shall keep my own away from me. Stop your driving, depending on your own efforts, your own ability. All that's going to do is drain you. If you'll start depending on him, you'll feel a lightness, a load, a burden lift off your shoulders. Krishna, God, has you in the palm of his hand. He has not let go of you. You may be disconnected from him, but can I tell you, he hasn't disconnected from you. If you're going to feel his strength, see his favor, you have to stay connected to the vine. You can only do so much in your own efforts. But when you get up each day and say, Krishna, I'm not going to worry today. I'm not going to waste my energy living frustrated by what I can't change. Krishna, I'm going to live this day depending on you, knowing that I can't do it on my own, wanting to connect to you so that you can do all things through me, accomplish my dreams, see this problem turn around. Bhagavad Gita, second chapter, 47th verse, again Krishna says, Karmani avada kadashtema phalashukara makarma matte sangastu karmani. Arjuna, Krishna says, you have a right to perform your duty. But you are not entitled to the fruits. Never consider yourself to be the cause of the results of your activities and never be attached to not doing your duty. It's significant that Krishna actually uses the Sanskrit word fal or fruit in this connection. Now I have some friends in Southern California with some lemon trees in their backyard. I see the lemons out there hanging on the vine. What are they doing? Those lemons. They're just abiding. They're not struggling. The lemons are frustrated, thinking, why am I not growing faster? How am I going to change from green to yellow? I'm the wrong color. What if I don't open? (laughs) I I never walked by and heard a lemon complaining. I never saw, as far as I know, a worried lemon. They just hang there, drawing strength from the vine. They're not stressed because they know as long as they're connected to the source, to the vine, they're going to get everything they need. Sometimes we wonder also, how can I accomplish my dream? What if I don't meet the right person? What if I don't get that scholarship? No, your main concern should be, are you connected to the vine? If you are, you don't have to worry. You don't have to figure everything out. There are things you can't see happening Because you're the fruit, you're not the vine. The vine is from where the lemon is getting nutrients. The vine is what's causing it to develop pulp, grow seeds on the inside, turn from a flower blossom to form a thick outer skin. Quit worrying about how everything's going to work out. Krishna's already planned for all of your days. There isn't a problem that you have now, nor is there a problem that you will ever have to which God does not have a solution. He's the one that's going to cause you to bloom like that lemon. He's developing in you what you need to blossom, to grow, to fulfill your purpose. 
हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे We shouldn't live with that unrest on the inside, thinking that we're limited. Because you're connected to the vine, you can stand peace. Krishna is bringing the nutrients you need, the right people, the right breaks, the healing, the favor. At the appointed time, you'll ripen. You're going to go from green to yellow. You're going to see doors open. You're going to see the medical report turn around. You're going to see that God-centered dream come to pass. Now do your part. Stop striving. Start abiding. Live from a place of peace, a place of rest. When you're tempted to worry, tempted to force things to happen, just, <sighs> no thanks. I'm connected to the vine. Krishna, I'm depending on you. So I'm going to relax. I'm going to enjoy this day, knowing that you promise I will bear much fruit. Most of the good breaks I've seen in my life, they've come when I was simply abiding. Just being my best, honoring Krishna. After we opened this temple in Spanish Fork in 2001, I wanted to open another temple in Salt Lake City. So for 10 years, I would scour the real estate listings, churches, office buildings, reception halls for sale. Whenever I'd be up in Salt Lake on any little errand whatsoever, I'd spend extra hours cruising the streets looking for a suitable property with a for sale sign. A couple times, I did find churches for sale, but the properties weren't ideal, or maybe the properties looked good, but I'd chat with the Christian church owners, and they were not too thrilled about selling to the Hare Krishnas. So after 10 years of striving, by 2012, I pretty much given up on finding anything when out of the blue, get it? Krishna's blue, get it? Out of the blue? Stephen Hemingway was a friend, a real estate agent, asked me to meet with him at a property owned by the Seventh-day Adventists. And when I pulled into the parking lot, I knew this is the place. <laughs> Four acres, 13,000 square feet of buildings, trees, two soccer fields, beautiful, spacious auditorium and stage. It was owned by the Seventh-day Adventists who are vegetarian. They were delighted to sell us the property. They said we were sent by God. It was a match made in heaven. We never looked back. I've been trying to make it happen in my own strength for 10 years. I knew Krishna had put the desire in me. I had bigger dreams. But for 10 years, it just wasn't the right time. Krishna is so merciful that he'll close doors when it's premature, when it's not the right time. If it hasn't happened yet, that dream in your heart, can I tell you it's not yet the right time. If a door closed, something better is coming. You don't have to manipulate things. Or try to convince people to like you. Force the doors to open. Just let the blessings come to you. If you're having to connive and convince, you're frustrated, can't sleep at night, you need to let that go and let Krishna or God do it his way. Instead of striving, I'm going to have that baby. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to marry this person even though I don't have the peace. I'm going to buy this house even though it's not really what I want. No, be patient. Don't settle for second best. Just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Keep abiding, doing the right thing. 
Your time is coming. It may be taking longer than you thought, but don't water it down your dreams. Don't settle for less than what you know Krishna God has put into your heart. You don't have to make it happen only in your own strength. Yes, use your gifts. Do what you can, but don't force things. Keep abiding. That dream is on the way. At the right time, you're going to see it show up in your life. In the meantime, relax. Enjoy where you are while you're waiting for things to change. The way to pass the test is by not being frustrated by what hasn't happened. Not upset that your friend got married and you haven't met anyone. Not giving up that no one wants to sell you their church. Just keep looking, keep doing the right things, stay close to Krishna, remain connected to the vine, recognizing that that's where your strength is coming from, the favor, the blessing, the healing. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hari Hari. Hari Rama, Hari Rama. Rama, Rama, Hari Hari. I heard a story about a preacher. Since he was a little boy, he liked to catch leaves falling from trees. And he lived out on a one-acre lot in the suburbs. There were dozens of large oak trees on the property. On a fall day when the wind would blow, he would see, as a small boy, how many leaves he could catch. Years later, he grew up. And he started pastoring the church. And one day he came home from the church in the afternoon. It had been a long day. He was dealing with some problems at the office, people coming against him. He was tired, kind of frustrated. There was one big tree out in the backyard. The wind started blowing. Leaves began to fall all around him, hundreds, not thousands. It looked like it was raining leaves. He naturally started trying to catch, grabbing here and there. Strange to say, he couldn't catch anything. He thought it was weird. Right when he was about to grab a leaf, it would dart away. He caught more leaves when he was eight years old. He was already frustrated, and this is like pouring salt on the wound. Lord, I can't even catch a leaf. A couple hours later, he went out for a jog in the neighborhood. As he turned a corner, coming down the last half mile, a wind again started blowing. Leaves were falling here and there. He didn't pay any attention. He just kept running. About a minute after everything had calmed down, his arm came up and a leaf landed perfectly in his hand. Didn't try and catch it, didn't even see it coming, just fell right into the palm of his hand while he was in motion. Can I tell you, the creator of the universe, the God who spoke worlds into existence is ordering your steps. We don't have to strive. We just have to abide, keep honoring God, keep walking in his ways. We will bear much fruit. This temple in Spanish Fork is much fruit. The temple in Salt Lake City is much fruit. Cage Crem, Krishna Radio Station, is much fruit. The Festival of Colors is much fruit. I'm wondering if, metaphorically speaking, in your life, you're trying to do what that pastor was doing, grab a leaf. If you're frustrated because something's not changing, wondering why it's not working out, just... Stop striving. That's our message at the right time. What belongs to you is going to drop right in your hand. It's not going to happen on your own strength, by your own ability. All you have to do is keep abiding, doing the right thing when no one is watching, staying faithful when things aren't changing. Favor is going to come looking for you. Good breaks, healing the right people are going to come knocking at your door. You're not being left out. Krishna hasn't forgotten about you. He sees your faithfulness. He sees you doing the right thing when it's hard. Your time is coming. Just stay connected to the vine. Much fruit is on the way. 
going to be better than you imagined. The reason that it's taking longer than you thought is it's going to be bigger than you thought, out of the ordinary, something you didn't see coming. Sometimes we get impatient. We think we're missing out. We're falling behind. I've learned that what belongs to you is not going to go to anyone else. What has your name on it is going to come to you and you only. Instead of trying to force things, relax. Stay in peace. Krishna is ordering your steps. He's already lined up everything you need to fulfill your destiny. Yes, use your gifts. Be your best. But what Krishna is about to do for those who keep him first place is supernatural. You couldn't make it happen in your own strength. You don't have the power, the ability, the experience. But because you're abiding, not striving, you're going to bear much fruit. Last story. I heard about a man who walked into his living room. There was a lizard on the floor looking out the window. The man didn't want him in the house because he might get stepped on. So he tried to catch that little lizard and put him outside, but the lizard kept running away. Every time the man would reach out, the lizard would outmaneuver him under the couch, get in the corner, run up the wall. This went on for about 15 minutes. The man chased him all over the room. And finally, that lizard was so tired, so exhausted, he couldn't run anymore. He just stood in one. And the homeowner scooped him up, opened the door and let him out. The whole time the lizard was taking evasive action, all the human being was trying to do was to help him, to get him out of harm's way, but the lizard wouldn't let him. The lizard himself couldn't see a way out. He didn't realize that all the man had to do was open a door and put him out. All the lizard saw were dead ends. From his point of view, there was nowhere to go. But we humans operate on a different level. We're thousands of times bigger, stronger, and more powerful. Compared to God, how much are we like that lizard? Trying to do everything in our own strength, solve this problem, fix this person, accomplish the dream. The whole time, Krishna is saying, I want to help you, but you have to let me. As long as you're doing it on your own strength, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to get worn down, exhausted. Learn to depend on him. Put it on his shoulders. Rely on him. He'll make things happen that you couldn't. Every morning, it's good to admit our dependence on him. Krishna, I need you today. I'm going to stay connected to the vine. I'm going to do my best, use my talents, work hard. But Krishna, I'm trusting you to bring the increase because apart from you, Krishna, I can do nothing. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Hari Hari. What's our conclusion? You don't have to go through life all worked up on edge. Today can be a turning point. Come out from under that pressure. You can't fix everything, change everything. That's not our job. Krishna is saying to you tonight, stop your striving, be still, and you will know that I am God. If you'll make this decision to abide and not strive, I believe you're not only going to enjoy your life more, but you're going to bear much fruit. Things you didn't see coming are going to come looking for you. Promotion, healing, restoration, the right people, new levels of your destiny in this life. And next life, you'll go back to home, back to God. If any part of this message resonated with you, raise your hands in the air and say robustly along with me, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.